Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash zabe. Feel that. Tell me that doesn't feel like a cock. It doesn't. I mean, that feels like your leg. <laughs> the other day, I pleasured myself to the image of Mrs. Buttersworth. She got me there like I was on the express A train. Bing, bang, boom. Talk about a river of ejaculate. A volume I had never seen in my lifetime. Now I know what the villagers of Pompeii felt like. Except being... Except where they were rained down on hot lava, I was... I rained down on those villagers with frothy ejaculate. (laughs) Did you know, Jay, that outtake from Anchorman existed? Is this Anchorman 2 or is this... I think, was, I think it was from Anchorman 2, but it was an outtake. It yeah. never made the movies. Had you Thank ever... God. <laughs> oh, oh, suddenly, everybody, Notorious J-A-Y <laughs> has gotten sensitive. Not well, sensitive, but Well, that was... thank God, yeah. Oh, that, <laughs> that was, was disgusting. Not even a was... chuckle from you. Wow, is no. your wife in the room right now listening? That, that, that wasn't needed. I Put mean, Jay it's... on the phone, the one that I know! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, we, got, we got to have some limit. Right? You thought, no? you, you thought you no, no. That's the point of the internet. That's the point of podcasting okay. is to be right. guys just talking like guys. I'll, Although I'll, it is disgusting. I mean, but that was part of it. It was the cringe shock value <laughs> of a frothy. You know what it was? I, I, I really hated. I really hated that movie. So that's what it. Oh. I, I did not like Anchorman Two. It was not. I mean, it was it was terrible. Can we admit that? 
Is it because of the racial angle with the black CNN no, boss and no, him blurting because, out black in the meeting awkwardly? When, when he said, um, when, he, when, he, when he was at dinner, he goes, I'm talking about some real pipe-hitting motherfuckers. That was funny. That was funny. Okay, that but was funny. Well, look, look, what sequel's better than the original? Godfather I, I, 2. I, I, There's Rocky, one. Rocky 2. Rocky 3 is a sequel, Okay. Beverly right. Hills Cop 2 is better than Beverly Hills Cop 1. Okay. Uh, that's it. That's the list. Well, now that's now you have invited oh, an actual yes. list. You yes. have invited I, I, I have list. done this before. That's it. That's the list. The, yeah. And people are going to say Die Hard 2. No. All right. I was, no. was going to open with this. I, I figured I'd start opening your uh, podcast with just a little movie clip. We could talk about it, laugh about it if you find it funny. But uh, I was going to open with this one. You can tell me if you like this scene. Now you're being condescending. See, mm-hmm. You've been warned, all right? Okay. You can't so play all of this. First of all, you throwing too many big words at me. Okay, now, because I don't understand, you can't play all I'm going to take disrespect. Watch your mouth and help me with the sale. Yeah, see, I'm not playing all of it, Jay. I stopped <laughs> okay. it before the bad part comes. And had the bad part come, I would have bleeped okay. it out, which I don't know. Am I allowed to play a bleeped out N-word? Oh, yeah, you, okay. you played bleeped out, yes. Okay, or dropped but, out, yes. I laugh. This scene makes me laugh. And I hate <laughs> Kevin Hart, but this scene is, is comedy gold. I know. I hate Kevin Hart, too, but this was what launched him, really got him next level because he was pretty electric in that scene. <laughs> he, got, he got this guy so pissed off. He's like, okay, I'm you a, want... I'm going to clap y'all both up. <laughs> Steve Carell's like, oh, my God, that's really... That yeah. sounds bad. Both y'all. Both y'all. <laughs> Yeah, you know Luther Perry from from from, from 25th? <laughs> you know exactly. Rolling 20, which is a gang in LA by the way. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah Rolling yeah. 20. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. I love First that of all, scene. I don't understand these words. So I'm going to take it as a sign of disrespect. <laughs> Okay, now, because I don't understand them, I'm going to take them as disrespect. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so I got a uh, poll question that is up right now. I decided to do a uh, middle-of-the-night poll. Okay. Because I'm currently in hour number five of my post-eye exam dilation wind-down. Ooh. Remember Galdi had an accident getting his eyes dilated for his for Galdi and I got um laser eye and Galdi got dilated and crashed his car on the way home from wow. dilation. Okay. Yes, go ahead. All yeah. right. So here's the question. What is more annoying? Three to four hours of waiting for Novocaine to wear off to eat normal, or four to six hours of waiting for your eyes to undilate to see normal? Answers are the Novocaine Blues or Mr. Magoo's dilation. Currently, after 126 votes, it's early. 52-47 close race in favor of Mr. Magoo's dilation. Worse than the Novocaine Blues. Are we going to have a runoff like in Georgia? There there might be a runoff when it's all said and done. I mean, look, Um, you know, on the one hand, you're like, I want to eat. I want to drink normal. Jesus Christ, let this thing wear off. But your eyes, I mean, what what are you going to do without your eyes for six hours? Sleep? Well, I, I've never had, uh, until this past year, I've never had a cavity in my life. Ooh. And, and, and had uh, oral surgery uh, this past year right. and had Novocaine, and it wasn't that bad. Okay. The dilation was pure hell. 
Yeah, dilation was not fun. So I went to see the yeah. uh, eye doctor today because I've got increased floaters in my eyes, which is, I've been told by the doctor, a natural occurrence for men over 40 years old. It just happens, okay? Vitreous detachment, okay. the little gel in your eye breaks free. It sort of goops up, and then it floats around in the back. He said there's nothing you can do for it, uh, but he said the good news is your brain learns to Photoshop it out over the course of time. In other words, you stop seeing your floaters unless you look for your floaters. Does that make any sense? Do you have floaters? No, no I don't. You yeah, don't? I do, I do not. You no, might but, if you look for Do you know what one would look like? A little floating I, thing you, in your I, eye. I don't think I would know what to look for. But here, can I ask a question? Yeah. You really believe that over COVID? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you believe that? I believe the doctor's saying that your, <laughs> your brain yeah. photoshops out floaters. Over COVID, yes. Okay, well, what do you think I believe about COVID? That it's, it's nothing more than the common flu. No, it's a little bit different than that. It had an average age of death of just under 80 years old. And most people who died from it had multiple comorbidities. It was a nastier than normal respiratory virus that was uh, transmitted through airborne nanoparticles that could not, would not, should never assume to have been stoppable by any measures whatsoever. Social distancing like, or masking. Like away because you're doing COVID talk, by the way. You well, I'm that, just right? giving you my quick summary of my okay. beliefs okay. on COVID. Okay. And, uh, and the vaccines that they pushed uh, were a complete failure. Utterly okay. failure. Right. I mean, you right. know, okay. the people, but, people who are getting, people who are getting COVID, people who are getting COVID now are mostly the vaccinated because their immune system hasn't seen the whole picture of the virus. Uh, because those who got COVID without being vaccinated, their immune system swung into action, T-cells, B-cells, all the other stuff. And they said, okay, we got a good picture of this thing. We know how to attack it. Those who got vaccinated got a facsimile of the virus, a spike protein that looked like it. And they trained, you know, they trained to stop the run pretty much against the virus, not the run in the pass and special teams. So they're having to learn it over again once they get it a second time. But 99.9% of people will live from COVID. Just okay. like they'll live from the flu. So that's that's my sum total of what I believe on COVID. And I do believe it came from that lab in Wuhan, which our State Department knew had shit security controls. Uh, what? Are, no? are, you, are you done? I gave Michael Jordan. You done? You done hogging the? the you done hogging the ball? Would you, <laughs> would you like? Would you like to shoot a little bit more? I just gave you ten minutes on COVID. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think it was 10 minutes. I think I was doing a good job of rat-a-tat-tatting <laughs> through it. You tried to paint me as some COVID denier. I was just no, telling no, you the scope I of my know, knowledge. No, I literally just asked a simple question. I know. All right. It's Wait, sort of like... It, no no malice, just just wondering. Did I turn into a Jehovah's Witness all of a sudden? Saying, oh, I'm so glad you yeah, asked. I Let me I show you some the, pamphlets I would have shut here. the door on you. I would have shut the door on you. <laughs> hey, speaking yeah. of pamphlets, though, regarding my eye floaters, let's get back to that. Let's get back to content yes. people really like, eye floaters. Yes, eye floaters, yes. <laughs> so I'm asking the doc about it, what can be done, and you know, he was checking for a retinal tear because that would be bad, and the good news is... Like my- like Sugar Ray Leonard. Right. And <laughs> like a lot of people get retinal tears. And so he's like, no, nah, good news is your retinas look good. There's no tears. Um, he said, but since you do take medication for rheumatoid arthritis, here's something else just to be aware of. And he handed me a pamphlet. He had a drawer, Jay, of these glossy little pamphlets of all kinds of eye conditions. 
I mean, oh, a, a drawer, a dresser drawer jammed full of them, probably 30 different pamphlets, <laughs> all the things that can go wrong with your eyes. Great. So he hands me this one. It's called uveitis. I go, what's that? He goes, oh, it's arthritis for your eye. I said, oh, God. Uh, I go, I go, great, Doc. I'm so glad that thing exists. I'll just go ahead and read this on my leisure. He's like, don't worry, though. God. It's very rare. And I'm like, well, that sounds awful. So I have it here. The, uh, the picture on the cover of this, I wish you could see it. It's a close-up of a, a weird bloodshot-looking eye. I mean, totally red eye. Looks like a dead fish eye. And I'm okay, like, okay. I'm not reading this that. shit. You oh, had oh, uveitis? I had, it was, it was, wait a minute, it was called, okay, literally like three years ago, my eye one day drooped. Oh my and, God. And I went to this guy in, um, in Baltimore for like, I want to say like eight weeks, Abe. No, and he, what did he, it was called something and my eye just literally just popped back. But it, it was, it looked like I've been punched routinely like every day. And it was, it was, oh I think my. it might've been UV. Yeah. It literally just, and it was, he said, um, something got in my eye and my eye was protecting what got in it. And so that's it was totally inflamed. Was. No, it was inflamed and it was a droop. Like it, it was like I had a lazy eye. It maybe was, you had, maybe you had boxer eye. Yeah. We call that boxer <laughs> eye. It's a, it's an eye that looks like you've been punched repeatedly it, as if you were I, a boxer. I, 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 can't, I can't remember the name of it, but it might've been UV. Because he he gave me drops. I had to drop like three times a day. I had to wear this thing at well, night. It was the worst here, eight weeks ever. Here here goes my uh, pamphlet for uveitis in the garbage. All right? Not going to read it. Don't need to worry wow. about it. If I get it, then I'll read the pamphlet. Otherwise, never mind. Did you ever see the, uh, the family guy bit about floaters in the eye? Probably not. Always trying to I get away. Hey, eye floater. Hi. Hey, hey, where you going? Away from your pupil. Well, maybe I'll look over here. I'll go over here. You got an answer for everything, don't you? <laughs> it's maybe one of the stupidest, cut, stupid, stupidest cutaways in Family Guy history. But if you got, but it's funny because it's a Paul Lynn voice. So that is true. Paul Paul Lynn makes everything funny. Okay, let's get into it. Let's start cut one. Skinless chicken and high reps. Sure. Once again, the great lie of guys on steroids has revealed itself again. Liver King, who attained sort of a cult status on the internet as this impossibly jacked, absurdly tanned, and also wild and hairy, seemingly, you know, outdoors guy who is pitching all these natural products and pimping. You should be eating a pound of raw liver a day. Then you can look like this. Somebody outed him showing an email where he was bragging about the $11,000 a month HGH and steroid program. He was on. I saw that and I said, karma, buddy, karma. (laughs) Exactly. You can look at him. And I can see steroids. Of course. You can see it. He says, I've been working out for 35 years. I know how to eat, train, and rest and recover. He says, but I've reached my mid-40s. It's getting harder at the back fat. It fucking kills me to support these exhaustive efforts. I've recently started taking Omnitrope. And then he goes through them. He's got IGF-1, CJC with IMAP, I, I, Ibaltamarin, Omnitrope, 
Uh, Decca, Winstrall, oh, Ivan. <laughs> Winstrall Win, is some powerful uh, shit. Exactly. But he had in this email, he had a goal of like, I want 2 million followers on Instagram. I want this many million followers on Twitter. I mean, on the one hand, you say, all right, the dude had a business plan. Granted, it was built on a big lie. Eat a pound of liver a day, work out like me, buy my shit products and my books, and I'll make money. And you'll probably still be fat and really disgusted at the taste of liver. Again, you know you can buy steroids online very easily. Yeah. In fact, I'm looking at the website right now. Buy steroids online. <laughs> Steroidsnacks.com. Are you serious? Yes. You can you can buy $62. You can buy a what 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 vial of this? 300 cc's of Dragon Pharma EQ, which is a mixture of like okay. five different things for $62. These are illegal controlled substances in the United States of America. How are you able to get those online? Where are they based uh, out you, of? Anguilla? The Philippines, um, Mexico. This guy, this guy sells them, uh, and he only accepts Bitcoin, uh, crypto, cryptocurrency. Ah, well, there you go. The yeah. world running don't, on crypto. Don't ask me how I know, but I know. Have you ever taken steroids? I'm not going to say. Yeah, I'm put that as a yes, everybody. I just said Did I'm they not work? going to say. Did they work? Of course they worked. I, I'm not going to say they might have worked for like two years, but I may not say that they might have worked for two years. Is your liver okay? Did My liver's okay. All right. Did, might, the, you know did what, the back though? acne clear up? Did your penis I, regain its normal vim and vigor? I may or may I may have never had back acne, but <laughs> my my buddy who you we interviewed once on our on your radio show, yeah, who may or may not have gotten me into this. Uh, he's had some heart troubles because of this. Well, no shit. And well, all those wrestlers who died may or may not have died from yeah. extensive. But I digress. I yes, we but we do. I digress. digress. Okay, I digress. All right, cut to uh, athlete podcasts are the gift that is going that to keep, keep on uh, giving. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're shitty, but. Oh, God, thank I, I thank from for 80 percent of them. Cause... OK, so here's a, here's a clip from Patrick Peterson now with the Minnesota Vikings, former Arizona Cardinal, talking about the Cardinals ripping on Cliff Kingsbury. You'll like this, Jay. Yes. And also just sideswiping Kyler Murray at the end, leaving the host of this podcast, who I don't know who it is, completely speechless. Take a yeah, look. You think Cliff Kingsbury may be the scapegoat? In regards to their struggles, it ain't no maybe. He will. He will be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he will be. Uh huh. He will be. And the crazy thing about it, the guy who hired him will still have a job. Yep. It's, it's, it sounds about right. That's the GM, uh, Steve. What's his name? Wilkes. Is no, Wilkes? he was the coach. Uh, it's a different Steve, I think. I should know this as the lead oh. Steve. Uh, cards, GM, Steve. Uh, Steve Kime. Steve Kime. Steve Kime. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's how. Like, you usually get a couple hires that fuck up, and then eventually they'll fire you. I mean, Kime will get what? fired at some point. Can, wait, 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 wait. Can we legit? Can we 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 can't even legitimize this hire. He was fired from Texas Tech. I know. for sucking. You can't legitimize this. It's hire as bad a hire ever. as David Shula. 
back in the day, just because his daddy yes. was Don Shul. Yes, yes. I, I, initially, I was thinking that they probably would stick with him because of the contractual agreement he has. But now, just seeing how bad they've been, and then man, they start fired a coach after 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 a season, man. Yeah, and he signed he signed that extension last March. But see, just verbally now, vocally, Kyler Murray is talking about. And, and I don't like how he's doing that. I think he should keep some things privately. But it tells me he doesn't care about the head coach, his head coach. And he's putting everything on the head coach, basically saying. Kyler Murray don't care about nobody but Kyler Murray. <laughs> That's just a matter of fact. Well, well, yeah, well, I, I got it. So. <laughs> hey, I can't, I can't argue. I don't know him personally. You played with him for a few years, so oh I got to take your word God. for it. <laughs> That's oh. brutal right there. Yes. That's pretty rough right there. So, uh, did you see the Kyler Murray saying about schematically we were kind of fucked? We were kind of fucked, yes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, come on. Kyler Murray does not like Cliff Kingsbury. You can see that. Uh, Agreed, yeah. Here here was the bite. Um, No, it wasn't. That wasn't for Hop, actually. Schematically, I mean, they kind of, we were kind of fucked. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a great thing right there. Uh, also, did you see this week that Deshaun Kaiser said that the first day he was in Green Bay after being traded from the Browns, Aaron Rodgers pulled him aside and started giving him the 9-11 truther treatment going, what do you know about 9-11? What do you think about 9-11? You ought to do your research, man. I saw that story and it's like, huh? Yeah. What? Right. I mean, like... Yeah. Is, is, is he? I felt bad for him Sunday night, but I'm kind of saying he's kind of a big douchebag overall. Oh, you mean Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Aaron Rodgers is, uh, he is a tough like for a lot of yes. people. He's a hard hang, I he's think. A, he's, a, he's a hard hang. He's a hard like for a lot of people. But the whole thing now is like, well, what are we doing? Are we going to, you know, if you're the Packers, what are we doing? Are we playing him? to the bitter end with, you know, bad, bad ribs, bad thumb, just to prove how tough he is in a season that's lost. When we've got a quarterback in Jordan love, we think might be the future or do we let Jordan love play? And then what about the off season? And what about Aaron Rodgers's feelings and whether or not it's going to stir up a controversy? Like, you know, Jordan love looked great down the stretch. He really should be the starter next year. I can't remember what movie it was, but the quote was, fuck your feelings. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, fuck your feelings. Yeah, fat, the facts don't care about your feelings. Fact, no. you're 38 and injured, and you've got a salary cap hit next year of $60 million. So, no. yeah, it's coming to a head. It's coming to an end. Uh, yeah, I, I think these uh, these athlete podcasts are great because, you know, they get to talking with their guys they feel comfortable with, comfortable with and they think, you know, it's just going to stay between you and I. And the shit we say mostly stays between us and our legion of followers and fans. So it doesn't go too far. But an athlete, when they say something, it gets echoed. It gets picked up by other parts of the media. And then it gets hand-carried back to Kyler Murray. Hey, Patrick Peterson, who played with you, said, you don't care about anybody but you. Is that true? And then they stick the mic in his face. I I, I have two favorites. Um, All the Smoke with Matt and, um, oh, shit. What's his name from the the Pistons? Oh, shit. Matt Barnes. Oh my God, Matt, Matt Barnes, and oh my God, why can't I think of his name? Played 
played with, played for the Pacers with Rashid Wallace. No, no, no. Ron oh, Artest. No, Malice at the Palace. Oh God, he was oh oh Jackson. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Steven Jackson and uh, and then the Players Tribune one with uh, Pac-Man Jones, Ryan Clark. Um, the the guy played with the Dolphins. He was the linebacker whose name escapes me. But that one's really good because yeah. they get people to talk about, you know, real shit. Even though they did have, um, well, they, they had uh, Mike Tomlin on, and he was speaking some real shit. But then they had, oh, shit, Raiders quarterback, who was a total Derek, bust. Derek Carr? Oh, no. no. Uh, the, uh, the kid. Yeah, from LSU. Yeah. Oh, Jamarcus Ooh. Russell. Jamarcus Russell, who just blamed the- everybody else but himself <laughs> on why he was a bust. It was like, really, Jamarcus? And this is why, because they did this. And then they it was right. like, no, you got fat and you didn't work out and yeah. you didn't study your playbook. That's why you were a bust. Today on uh, on our station, we had a back and forth uh, as we changed over shows uh, with Kuhn about uh, the Ricky Williams story, Run, Ricky, Run. Did you ever see that documentary? Yes. I liked it. Yeah. Yes. And I said, I asked the question, I said, uh, was he misunderstood or was he a loser? And I said, eh, in the end, a loser, because he ended up having kids and not taking care of them. And he may have been socially anxious and he may have been misused by Wanstat in Miami. And, uh, you know, he may have been tricked into signing a shit contract with Master P. And I, I'm sympathetic to all that. And I certainly respect the fact that you don't have to play football. You can quit if you want to, if it's not what you know brings you happiness in life. But at the end of the day, he was just kind of an irresponsible shithead. Not a bad guy, per se, but just kind of a loser. That was my net-net take. But then we got into the whole, did Wanstat break him? And I said, what Wanstat did to him was criminal. He ran him into yes. the ground. And yes. Kuhn... Mr. Fullback, Mr. 14 snaps a game, two carries a game, was like, no way, man. I'd take those carries. That's what running backs want. They want all the carries. And I go, yeah, they want all the carries, but you shouldn't give them all the carries because there's only so many carries in the human body, right? It, oh, God, I'm, I'm having a terrible time remembering names. Sean Alexander, remember him? Sure. He literally fell off a cliff. Yeah, have to be in like league MVP. Larry Johnson has so the highest. Carries. Larry Johnson oh. has the single season carry record at four oh seven. Ricky Williams he might have CTE from all those carries. Oh, fuck yeah, he does. Said some cra- he said he some flat crazy. crazy. Shit. Yeah. Yes, he and I talk yeah. COVID all the time. Okay, <laughs> wish I had my laugh track here. I don't have it on the same channel. Anyway, <laughs> no. So yeah, the uh, uh, so the highest carry total in the season was Larry Johnson four oh seven. Ricky Williams had in back-to-back years 393 and 384. God, 800 carries. And they were showing the highlights. He was getting fucking destroyed. It wasn't like Franco Harris gently veering out of bounds at the first sight of contact, right? He was just going in and like, yeet, getting crushed. It's like they say it it was like it's like a, a car accident every time a running back goes into the line. Exactly. 
Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That does uh, sound fun. SEC time. Hugh Freeze in at Auburn. Your thoughts, Jay? <laughs> Is the funniest thing ever Bobby Petrino's press conference after the cycle or Hugh Freeze uh, coaching from the press box in a hospital bed? It's hard. I think the I think Hugh Freeze from the hospital gurney in the press box is the best because it looked so absurd. It was almost like something you'd say, "Oh, that has to be from the Onion." You know, uh, sick coach delivers win against rival from deathbed, and then they got a, a picture of him up in a gurney with his thumb up and his headset on. It was it was so absurd, like you just said, it could have been real. But yeah, it was real. Yeah. So here was the intro. I want you to listen to the intro. This is the AD at Auburn, John Cohen, who clearly yes. was as nervous as a priest in a whorehouse because he really wasn't smooth in delivering this. But Or a coach in a whorehouse. Or a coach. Oh! Yeah, but he was uncomfortable, though. He was a, a cat on a hot tin roof here. He was not comfortable in this moment, but he did the best he could defending the Hugh Freeze hire. Coach Freeze was completely transparent with his past transgressions. He showed remorse and had an accountability yeah, plan yeah, yeah. that he's used for the last five-plus years. Ooh, five years, Jay. Everything he disclosed to us turned out to be accurate after speaking with credible industry sources. Uh, translation, he didn't lie to us this time. In this way, right, yeah. Coach Freeze was honest and truthful. Which are bare minimums. They shouldn't be, what do you want, a cookie for that? Another Auburn Creed characteristic. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps... Coach Freeze's greatest accomplishment. By the way, people said, did, when did Peyton Manning become the AD at Auburn? Bushman. <laughs> so here, here, is the, here is the big windup. Characteristic. Perhaps Coach Freeze's greatest accomplishment is, the, is his relationship with his wife, Jill, with whom he has been married for the, for the last 30 years. Jill? 
Chris Jill. Yes. Chill? You're That's quite a woman star. for putting up Jill with Freeze. that shit. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, Jill, where are you at, Jill? 30 years. Jill? Where's Jill? Yes. That's the rock star, Jill Freeze. Wow. All right. So he just basically said, he's a scumbag, and his wife's a saint. Well, and don't you think, as someone said to me, they're like, I can see uh, Jill Freeze doing the Jonah Hill throat slash meme. Like, no, no. I, like, I, I, I'm living the humiliation of still being Mrs. Freeze every fucking day. Because I had to make a calculation, which is, do I want to be outside the tent pissing in, swiping left on on Tinder or Bumble, uh, and standing on my principles and living in a much less house and, and being less involved socially, or do I swallow it, accept his apology, and move forward? That's a tough one right there. That is a tough one. But I, yes. I think I think she should have been left out of it. Like, he shouldn't have said, hey, and I think the biggest accomplishment, he's been married for 30 years to his wife. His relationship with his wife, Jill, <laughs> with whom he has been married for the th- last 30 years. Jill? Where's Jill? Yes. That's the rock star, Jill Freeze. <laughs> Nervous applause. Should we, Should we clap here? Okay. And then with that, I would like to introduce to you Auburn's 31st head football coach, Coach Hugh Freeze. By the way, listen to that. 31st. 31 a lot. head coaches. Yes. I love this too. Ready? Thank you very much. Um, man, what an honor. War Eagle. War Eagle. <laughs> they say oh, War God. Eagle in response like it's church, you know? Oh, God. I mean, I, I know he should have a second chance, but Jesus Christ, there was nobody else that they could have hired. You're, is Auburn's moral compass that low that they had to hire Hugh Freeze? Apparently, they don't give a shit. Yeah. Apparently, the yep. answer is yes. Was Urban? Did Urban Meyer not take their call? Is that what? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Here's a coach I really like. More and more, every time I see him. Have you seen uh, Mike McDaniel's mic'd up for the Miami Dolphins? He's a little funny, but I, I don't want to. Are you a little bit annoyed? Are you, you don't want to get on the hype train yet on Mike McDaniel's? No, it's a little funny, but I think he knows he's mic'd up. Okay, so it's it's, it's like a it's like a sitcom to him. I think. Oh, so I, okay. I, I don't think it's genuine because he but was. That's just me. He was also trolling during the game while mic'd up. Tua saying that Georgia was the best team in the SEC. Oh, and, wow. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? That was out of bounds or something? That's fighting words. That, well, I think he was just joking around. That's fighting words in the SEC. That's fighting words. Them's fighting words. Them's no. fighting words. Yes. But I like this bite. I'm going to play it for you here. It's of him like telling them they got to clock the ball. Clock the ball. And then they finally do, and he reacts in just like the most chill, normal way. This is during, I think, an end of half situation. Clock, 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 clock. Got to hurry. Got to hurry up. Everybody's got to run. Got to get back and try to spike it, and they do. Nice. And then he just goes, nice. I like that. I like this dude. He doesn't come from pedigree. He's not a Shanahai. 
He doesn't have a fake tough guy act. He's not annoyingly handsome or with a photographic memory like McVeigh. Uh, he's not an eyebrow act like LaFleur. Uh, he seems genuine, and he's got the Dolphins rolling right now. Uh, the guy from the Giants, that guy. Hi, I can't, I can't believe he, he, he passed the looks test. <laughs> he definitely did not pass the looks test. What do you mean? Brian Dable? He looks like a yes. roly-poly, bald-headed, bearded, rah-rah football coach. Yes. He looks like he's not, out of central casting. Not a handsome man. No, but I mean, you don't have to be handsome. Like, but he does fit the profile of you know. Okay, that looks like a uh, a typical guy. Hey, football uh, coach. Yes, exactly. Let's uh, let's talk uh, rappers real quick, and then we'll get to FTG and uh, put a rap on it. Um, I don't know who this is. You'll have to educate me, but somebody cut up a whole rap intro about Chief Keef. But it was a cut-up of Joe Biden, and it sounds exactly like Biden was saying this long rap. Have you seen it? Yes. Who is Chief Keefe? Chief Keefe is a rapper who, a hip-hop artist, excuse me, came to prominence probably 2016. He had, a, he had one big song. It was called Don't Like I actually like that goddamn song. You I like the know. song Don't Like. Okay. I, so I, what is this? I liked it. So who but, who sang this or who rapped this talking about Chief Keef? Or is this a Chief Keef rap about somebody else? I think it was just somebody. Always in the barbershop. Chief Keef ain't about this. Chief ain't about that. My boy at BD on a fucking Lamron on them. He here say that n- you don't be putting in no work. Shut the fuck up. Y'all n- ain't no shit. And all y'all fuckers talking about Chief Keef ain't no hitter. Chief Keef ain't this. Chief Keef a fake. Shut the fuck up. Y'all don't live with that n***. Y'all know that n- got caught with a ratchet shooting at the police and shit. Nigga been on probation since fucking I don't know when. Motherfucker, stop fucking playing him like that. Then make us all savages out there. If I catch another motherfucker talking sweet about Chief Keef, I'm fucking beating their ass. And so I'm not playing no more. Wow. That's that's actual Chief Keith bars that they the Chief Keith that's and, pretty good. I mean, listen, I gotta tell you, if Biden really brought that energy and 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 was like that shit, I'd vote for him if he makes it to no, the next election. Yeah, if, 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 if that's who he was, if he was that sharp and that badass, you would. <laughs> so here's the point, though. Okay, so that was just somebody editing and grabbing a clip here and a clip there and probably bending it a bit in auto tune. You know we're headed towards a world of deep, deep fakes in which we're not going to really know what's real and what's not real. Does that scare you? We're already there. We're already there. We're we're there to an extent, but it's going to get even worse. Are you freaked out about that like I am? I'll be, you know, eating mush by that point. And I won't have to. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. It's going to be here quicker than you think. You're going to be eating mush at 59. Oh, at 62. Okay. Is that when you think? Okay. Everything is accelerating, Jay. That's the thing. That's true. I know. Yeah. I I know. All right. Uh, they, one. They they have Peloton instructors on college game day now. How do you feel about that, Justin? I hate it. Why? I hate it. She's because good. She's no talent. No, she's not. There's what? some. There's some. There's some woman Her talent in- is a looking hot and fit with an amazing long braided brown ponytail, one of my favorite looks of all. And then also, um, 
she can interview people, bring energy, great smile. What more do you need? Oh, so she can't break down, you know, the 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 secondary for USC. Whoop de doo. Who cares? There's, there's some woman in Sioux Falls, Iowa. Oh yeah. Who did this was her one dream and she worked hard and she'll never get a sniff because some Peloton instructor yeah. is now on game day. Yeah, I know one of those. Jen Lada is her name. She uh, is married to uh, one Dario Melendez in Milwaukee who's on the radio. Jen Lada's on the radio opposite me in the mornings on the ESPN affiliate. She does college game day. She does a good job. She's quite lovely to look at despite being talented. Not despite, but in addition to being talented and very knowledgeable about sports. But yeah, here comes Peloton instructor number six, and she slides on in. And I bet ESPN is like, shit, why employ... Full timers, benefits, insurance—it's just contracted out. Hey, let, let's give Stephen A. Smith a morning show. How about that? Ah, uh, they already tried that, didn't they? <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. We're going to wrap it up. Jay is back home in the D.C. area for the month of December. Excited yes, I'm for that. not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who do we got? Oh, Tim Brando. What? Week after week after week. Uncle Timmy? I had to hear Uncle Timmy on games before USC games running down USC. Oh, they don't deserve. Oh, they're overrated. (laughs) Oh, hey, Tim, fuck you. Yes. Yes, Tim Brando and Spencer Haywood or Spencer Spencer Tillman. Tillman. I'm sorry. Did it for like six weeks. I haven't heard Brando run his yapper after the, after last week. So right. to Tim Brando and Spencer Tillman for daring to guys. run down Jay's mighty yes. Trojans. Fuck them. Yes. Uh, by the way, you're confident you will not stumble against Utah and you will slip your way into the Final Four. Yes. I think it's all set up because the last time they played Utah, Utah was honoring like three dead players. Yes. There was no way. There was no way UBSC was winning that game on that night. Okay. No. All right. My FTG goes to two people, as a matter of fact, and they are Good Morning America co-anchors T.J. Holmes and the lovely Amy Robach, who apparently ditched their uh, partners, their married spouses, because they were having an affair with each other for oh. over nine months. Page six, New York Post unraveled it. And I had no idea that the very lovely Ms. Robach was married to the impossibly handsome but not very talented actor <laughs> Andrew Shue. Yeah. Andrew Shue, who has not been yeah, great soccer player. Andrew Shue has not been seen since he was given a gift role on 90210 where he couldn't act his way out of a wet paper bag. Handsome fella, handsome wife, and apparently they got sick of each other. She ended up creeping with her black morning co-host. It's a beautiful biracial affair, but you know what? Home wreckers. Fuck them people. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. You know, it's like, okay, I work with this person. I should pick somebody else. Of all the, everyone else in the world, I, I don't need to, okay, let's do it. I, I guess, well, what, what's that morning show, Morning Joe? Aren't they, like, yes. married now? Yeah. Mika Brzezinski. And one uh, Joe uh, Scarborough. So Scar, yeah. yeah. I would think I'd get away from that person. I did a morning show with a woman, and I couldn't wait to leave after four hours with her. <laughs> the last thing you would have thought of is, great, let's spend yeah, more time fuck together. Fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. 
right, Jay, as always, great run, my friend. Good luck to your Trojans this weekend. Fuck Tim Brando, but not really because he's a good guy. And we will see everyone next time. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.